Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. No. This is Creepy. A podcast dedicated to sharing the most famous, chilling, and disturbing creepypastas and urban legends in the world. Whether these stories truly happened or are simply fabrications is for you to decide. These stories may contain graphic depictions of violence and explicit language. Listener discretion is advised. Creepy Presents The Holders Series Number 7 The Holder of the Path In any city, in any country, go to any mental institution or halfway house you can get yourself to. When you reach the front desk, ask to visit someone who calls himself The Holder of the Path. The worker there will try his best to keep a look of indifference on his face while handing you a key which, as he will explain, belongs to an unused supply closet in the building. If only it were that simple. Upon locating and unlocking the correct door, you will find yourself staring out onto a narrow, winding road, suspended in an endless void the sight only occasionally obstructed by the massive outlines of things best left undescribed. To fall off of the path is to be thrown out of reality itself. A nightmarish eternity of inconceivable horror awaits anyone who either stumbles into the void by their own error or is dragged off the path by the timeless monstrosities that reside on the outskirts of creation. If you should ever feel as if you are being watched while traveling through this piece of oblivion, the best chance you have is to immediately freeze in place and hold your breath. Continue to do so until your audience either loses interest or moves in to claim you. If the latter should occur, feel free to scream as hard as you want, though your screams will fall on deaf ears. At the end of the path lies a door that leads to a small, dirt-caked room. Propped up against the room's far wall is a heavily emaciated corpse. What's left of its skin has long since blackened with necrosis. Approach it and ask one question. How did they acquire the Guardians? In response to your query, the corpse will begin to stir. A subtle red glow will emanate from its eye sockets as it lifts its head and begins to whisper the long and macabre history of the holders. It will speak of unholy pacts and unspeakable atrocities. Within time, its tale will touch upon every form of evil known to man or God, and a few forms that neither can comprehend. Furthermore, if told the title of any holder, 
the corpse will reveal the holder's history and the meaning of the object that it protects. Well, almost any holder. The holder of the path will never go into detail about itself. This is because the ghoul hopes that you will not question why it seems to be lacking an object. Truth be told, the ominous glow from within the ghoul's eye sockets is actually the shining light of the object that was somehow sealed inside of its skull. That is Object 7 of 538. Number 8. The Holder of Wealth In any city, in any country, go to any mental institution or halfway house you can get yourself to. When you reach the front desk, ask to visit someone who calls himself the Holder of Wealth. The worker will raise one eyebrow, as if puzzled by your request. Ask a second time, and the worker will shrug and take you across the street, where an opulent mansion awaits. If you are observant by nature, you may notice that the mansion was not there when you started your quest. Its owner would rather you didn't think about such things. Inside the front door will lie a grand staircase, spiraling up across the foyer. The walls will be covered with fine paintings, and a large marble statue will rest on a pedestal by the base of the stairs. The statue's eldritch features will evoke an image of a truly horrific beast, at once both alien and evil. Admire it all you want, but don't touch it, unless you wish to awaken this starved monster. Ascend the staircase. As long as you don't touch anything, you will be safe. Don't panic. At the top of the stairs, you will find a small wooden door. Its plain and unassuming appearance is a sharp contrast to its decadent surroundings. It will open on its own for you, so long as you are not afraid. Past it, you will see a man with a pointed goatee and short, cropped, gelled hair standing behind a large mahogany desk. His suit is made of both human flesh and Italian silk. He may speak, and at great length. He will talk about his amazingly beautiful house and the lovely statue of his concubine resting downstairs. Do not interrupt him, and do not answer any questions he may ask. When he is finished, steal yourself and confidently ask, May I have my salary? He will proceed to explain to you, in great detail, the value of life. He will talk of things worse than death. He will tell you exactly what he expects you to do. The fabulous interior of the room will rot away, and the floor will turn from French weave to feces. The man's appearance will become cyclopic and unimaginably horrendous. He will fish out a small banknote from the pockets of his human suit and hand it to you. That note is Object 8 of 538. Its holder is counting on you to spend it. Number 9. The Holder of Wisdom 
in any city, in any country, go to any mental institution or halfway house you can get yourself to. When you reach the front desk, ask to visit someone who calls himself the holder of wisdom. The desk clerk will chuckle and guide you to an empty room. They will hand you a key and tell you to wait some time in a room until you hear a bell ring. When it rings, you have to lock the door through which you entered. Wait until a second ring and unlock it. Once those instructions have been carried out, the door will open all by itself and reveal a long hallway with every conceivable color painted onto the walls, ceiling, and floor. Follow the hallway until you hear a little girl singing. Stop. Close your eyes and stay where you are until the girl finishes the song. If you fail to remain perfectly still, run. Run back to the door through which you came as fast as you can. Jump through the window of the room where you waited earlier, and you might live. Should you be unable to reach the window in time, you will be dragged back into the hallway by something that is definitely not a little girl. You will be pulled by this horror until time itself ends, forever feeling the pain of every soul dragged to an early grave. If, on the other hand, you manage to remain perfectly still until the song ceases, you will be free to either turn around and leave forever, or venture further into this realm. If you prefer the latter course of action, walk deeper into the hallway until you reach a human-shaped door. Open it with the same key that was given to you earlier. Step inside and close the door behind you. In the middle of the room, you will see a desk with a bright candle. Behind the desk is a man whose face is invisible behind the shine of the candle. Approach, but always keep the flame between you and the man's face. For if you witness what he looks like, your gaze will be fixed on his until your own hands have removed every inch of skin from your bones. Stop when you are five steps away from the desk. The man will raise his hand and gesture you to come closer. But do not step any further than this. Close your eyes and ask him one question. Who will bring them back together? You will hear the man rise from his chair and begin to pray in a language that you will not understand. After two minutes, you will hear a name. If you hear Anubis, then you had best utter your own prayers in the short time you will have to do so. But if it is Thor you hear, then you may open your eyes. You will see the man's severed head lying on his desk, still speaking. After another three minutes, his prayer will cease, and he will tell you how you will die. He will describe every minute detail of your horrible death, and you will be unable to move or react while he explains your end. Lastly, he will describe the one who will steal your life away from you, and go into such detail as to why it is necessary that you yourself will question which would be worse, you being murdered, or you being allowed to continue to live.
eventually, the head will finish its ghastly tale. It is Object 9 of 538. Hello, Bill Band here from the All 80s Movies Podcast to tell you about Factor Meals. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash 80smovies50 and use code 80smovies50 to get 50% off. That's code 80smovies50 at factormeals.com slash 80smovies50 to get your 50% off today. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Number 10. The Holder of Ambition In any city, in any country, go to any mental institution or halfway house you can get yourself to. When you reach the front desk, ask to visit a man who calls himself the Holder of Ambition. The sound that escapes the mouth of the worker will be so slight and betray so little reaction that at first you may not even be sure your words were heard. All doubt will be settled when they guide you toward a stairwell lit by many windows. At the top of these stairs, the workers will leave you to continue your journey alone. You will find yourself standing at the beginning of an eerily calm hallway. Walk to the end. In all likelihood, you will encounter a shadow that moves along the wall. Do not follow it for it is the one thing that will lead you to a place you do not wish to go. A place filled with your silent fears and failures from which you cannot return. No matter what shape the shadow takes, and no matter how it eases and taunts your dreams with the greatest of your desires and hopes, do not even let it tempt your gaze, let alone your feet. If you make it to the end of the hallway without losing sight of your goal, you will find an open doorway with no locks, bolts, or restraints. A soft light bathes the floor in front of the opening. This is your one and only chance to leave without facing the holder of ambition or collecting his object. If that is the course of action you wish to take, then walk directly back the way you came without attempting to peek around or into other doors, lest you discover what the seductive shadow hides. Beyond the doorway lies a room, 
bathed in an artificial light cast by high windows that cover each wall's expanse. At the room's center stands a tall, healthy man, standing naked and looking out into the light. His body is covered in uncountable tattoos and scars. Only his face is recognizable as unaltered human flesh. You might be tempted to look where he looks, in search of the objects of his focus. Feel free, but you will see nothing, and learn nothing. The man will not react to anything other than the question. What joins them together? When asked, he will turn to look you in the eyes, meet his gaze, but know that if you are not prepared, if there is even the slightest doubt of your intentions, then you will lose yourself in his soulless eyes for all eternity. If, on the other hand, your gaze is an honest one, then he will begin to speak in a low voice. His tone will be a comical one. His tale told as if they meant nothing at all. But you must not miss a word, for this story is your preparation. Listen carefully to his tale and remember every detail. When the man finishes speaking, he will bring his hands to his chest and remove the sutures from one of his more noticeable scars. As the stitches come out, he will bleed profusely and fatally. When the last of the sutures have come out, he will offer them to you, uttering his final words through his own gurgling blood. Choosing to seek leads to an inevitable fate. The clump of sutures is object 10 of 538. How you use them depends on what you hear. Number 11. The Holder of Eternal Night In any city, in any country, go to any mental institution or halfway house you can get yourself to. When you reach the front desk, ask to visit someone who calls himself the Holder of Eternal Night. You will not have to worry about whether or not the desk clerk is truly the holder's caretaker. The holder of eternal night knows everything around himself at all times. You will find yourself in the dark the moment you speak the holder's name. Lightning will appear above you, and a dark sky will take the ceiling's place. This is a gateway, and will take you to the holder. If you hear the screams of millions through the black, boiling clouds, then the holder has granted you permission to enter his lair. The screams are from the future. In the dark, the holder's caretaker will whisper, What is your question? Be sure to ask, What will happen to them in the end? Or a question asking about the fate of the world at the end. If you show concern for humanity's fate, then the holder will allow you passage to his lair in order to confront him. The sky and the ceiling will open up for you and you will begin to fall upside down. You will fall up into the sky, through the ceiling and up into the night. All around you, you will see visions of the future. You will watch them all die, man, beast, and creature. 
Whomever overcomes and contains the essence of this holder will never feel the hand of death, but they will see the face of death. They will be immortal and will live through the ages to see the rise of new life and new biological creations. They will become a god to a new world, but they will need to live two million years before they will rule alone. You will see these visions as you fall upwards towards the holder's lair. The real test is to face the holder of eternal night and confront the goodness in your soul. The holder will give life to all of the love and joy inside of you. You must overpower your own true self and kill it before the darkness of the holder will weaken enough to be captured into the round, clear amulet or around the caretaker's neck. The shell of the amulet is created by pure light, so pure that it is unseen to the human eye. The light is bound to the amulet through electron exchange cycling through the alien brass-colored metal. The metals dance with miniature arches of lightning. The pure light is attracted to the electron exchanges so it is held to the amulet like gravity holds you to the earth. The darkness cannot pass through the light. It will be trapped within the amulet until the objects come together. Do not listen to the cries of your good self. You must ignore its screams. You have to kill this youth, a younger image of yourself, in order to weaken the darkness to capture it. The youth will be truly afraid of you and will cringe at your blows. You will not be allowed weapons. You must literally beat the child to death with your bare hands. When you do so, the darkness will ooze from the child's nose, eyes, ears, and mouth to swirl aimlessly over the corpse. Take the amulet from the caretaker's neck and hold it over the darkness. The caretaker will be in a vegetative state at this point, so don't mind him or her. The amulet can be opened by unscrewing a small brass stopper at the top of it. You will need to wrap your palm around the amulet to create a dark place to trap the holder's darkness. Place your fisted hand into the darkness above the corpse. The darkness will be drawn to the shadows inside of your fist. Once the darkness has slipped into the amulet, replace the stopper and tighten it securely. The darkness of eternal night will not be able to cross the invisible light of the amulet's casing. Just ask yourself this, though. Are you sure you want to live forever? The amulet is object 11 of 538. Number 12. The Holder of Catastrophe. In any city, in any country, go to any abandoned amusement park you can enter. Find the largest roller coaster in the park, no matter its condition. Take a seat on the far left side of the first cart, then close your eyes and whisper, I wish to see the holder of catastrophe. You will feel the coaster start to move, yet you cannot open your eyes, or you will find yourself moving through an endless void which you will never escape. The coaster will then slowly start to head up, for what seems to be ages as you listen to the rumbling of the tracks. You will then hear voices whisper at you and ask you to save them. Yet you must not respond to them, or they will take you away to the same void to which they belong. 
The voices will stop speaking to you, and the cart will come to a stop. With your eyes still closed, you must grasp the bar and the cart as tightly as you possibly can, or you will be left behind forever. After you do so, you will feel yourself plummeting straight down at impossible speeds. The air around you will start to grow cold and continues as it feels as if you are freezing. As you sense the cart around you disappear, you must keep hold of the bar as it is the only thing keeping you attached to reality. Abruptly, you will stop. Drop the bar and sit still with your eyes closed until you start to hear the sound of a carnival fanfare in the distance. And only then can you open your eyes, to which you will be greeted by a large pinstriped circus tent a few yards in front of you, surrounded by meadows and happy people, young and old. You must walk towards the tent, staring at the small entrance which is shrouded by darkness. As you continue walking, The scenery around you will start morphing. Slowly the meadow dies, the carnival music slows, and bends its pitch until it starts to sound twisted and demonic. The people decay in the very spots they stand. They will scream in agony and ask you to help them. Yet you cannot look directly at them, or you will meet the same fate as these illusions. You must continue forward until you finally reach the dark entrance. Walk forward and allow yourself to be swallowed by the darkness, yet do not stop or look back, as if you do either, you will never find an exit. Continue your walk into the void until you see a dim light in the distance and start to hear the sobbing of a man. Follow these two signs, as you hear the crying of the man growing louder until you can see the light is coming from a door in the darkness. When you walk through the door, you will be greeted by a cold cement cell. In the far left corner, you will see the crying man dressed as a circus clown, covering his face with a small diary. You must slowly approach him as to not aggravate him, until he is right by your feet. Sit down next to him and ask, What do we have to lose? The clown will then read you an excerpt from the diary through his sobs. The writings in detail describe the demise of millions of innocents and the forces that so cruelly and coldly carried out this act. As he reads, illusions will appear around you, and in the side of your vision you will see every death of every person in the story, many of which were slaughtered many of which were taken by disease. However, you must keep looking at the clown, as if you lose sight of him, you will be stuck in this illusion, and you will become part of the story yourself. After he is done, he will stop crying. He will lower the book from in front of his face, revealing that he has suffered the same decay as the illusions which you had seen before. He will hand the book to you, which you must accept. He warns that you cannot read the diary yourself, or else you will be driven mad. He will then whisper, When the stakes are high, best to play the clown. As the rest of his body starts to decay, as well as the room around you, you must close your eyes one more time, keeping hold of the book, and count to exactly twelve seconds before opening them. 
When you do, you will find yourself in the same seat of the roller coaster in which you began. The diary is object 12 of 538. These events must never be allowed to occur again. For more information on this podcast, including how to submit your own story for consideration, please visit creepypod.com. You can also follow us at CreepyPod on social media and YouTube. All stories told on this podcast are done so through Creative Commons Sharealike licensing or with written consent from the authors. No portion of this podcast may be rebroadcast or otherwise distributed without the express written consent of the Creepy Podcast production team and the story's author. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply. Item number SCP-5186. SCP-7160. SCP-7533. Object class. Euclid. Keter. Safe. Special containment procedures. <laughs> Spreading across the hemisphere and kicking up vast amounts of ash and dust. <laughs> the only thing I could hear was 7219 <laughs> laughing. Do you remember your name? Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. I feel them again. Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. They're in my ears! Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. Nobody understands! SCP Archives is a weekly fiction podcast. Each episode, we dive into the strange, the unknown, and the... Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or at scparchives.com.